I'm Amy, and you're listening to the Creativity Matters Podcast. Today on the CMP, another Saturday, draw along, getting my sea legs in the weekend, and I hope you draw along too. Here we go. You're listening to the CMP, a Creativity Matters Podcast. Stories of creative journey and a reminder that creativity matters in whatever form it takes for you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Creativity Matters podcast, the CMP. I'm Amy, and this is episode 409, Painted Rocks, something I had intended to talk about after stumbling into a, tripping into a rabbit hole earlier this week. And when I sat down to record, I thought, oh, yeah, I can go ahead and mention that. Just mention it because it happened. I saw it. It's on my radar. I hope you are well into a good day on whatever day you hear this. It is a Saturday here. It's a Saturday morning. I posted my inspiration picks for today for drawing and there were more than normal. And it was because Saturdays have this sense of possibility. They have this elasticity. In the morning, you think, oh, I can do so much today. I'm going to do it all. I'm going to tackle this thing, and I'm going to sit and relax with that thing. And maybe I'll relax some more with this thing. And okay, I will fit in that thing I need to do or that walk or that run. I will make sure I go somewhere in my neighborhood with my mask on and take a picture for quietly Saturday. Stop and look and notice and see. Just be alive and aware in the moment of the day. Saturdays have that potential they feel like they're so full of hope, this bubble of a day that you can fill. Now, it's true if Saturdays and Sundays are your days off, so put it that way. Your mileage may vary. That's how it feels to me these days when I wake up on a Saturday. I had some serious disorientation this week with days of the week, and I know that's really happening with people who have very altered schedules right now. I don't think of myself in that way at all because my work is the same, if not more. But I definitely am finding that I'm having that. I had it in just a mind-boggling way one day this week. I knew at one point what day it was. I did something that morning specifically because of what day it was. An hour later, I sit down, I write a caption, and in my head, it's completely the wrong day. And when somebody points it out to me, thank you, I was puzzled. I even looked at my phone to make sure. How did I get that so wrong? So the days do just flow. They flow. Days are not supposed to flow like that. So anything you can do to create those footholds in your week and in your calendar and in your awareness and in your consciousness in your day to help you latch on and really differentiate 
these days that are just flowing one into the next, flowing both in their repetitiveness and their routineness and their sameness, and at the same time in this constant ongoing heightened awareness and anxiety, this sense of mm, whatever adjective you might use right now to describe what is going on. We are all in this strange moment of new normalcy where several months ago, certain numbers had us all terrified. And right now, those numbers are higher. And we're all moving about as if this is just, oh, yeah, wow, look at that. But it's different. We're already being dulled to what's happening and to the severity of things. And it's strange how quickly that paradigm shift happened as a society. Because by and large, you feel that, that people have just adopted this new sense of norm, this new normalcy. It is a mind-boggling time. I had to spend several hours this week in an ER, not for myself, but with someone. And I took my book and my journal and several pens. I threw things together as best I could. And of course, once I was there, I didn't want to move. I didn't want to touch anything. I held my bag in my lap for the many hours we were there. I didn't want to sprawl anything out or spread anything out or get my journal out. It is not a comfortable thing to be in public in certain situations. And if you don't feel that way, you're not paying attention. So Saturdays at home have this wonderful possibility and I do think you should anchor your days. So those things all go together because time is just moving on. And on the one hand, it feels like, well, I've done nothing in all these months. All the things that seems like they could have happened still have not happened. And the days just keep ticking by. So it is a Saturday and I am going to do a draw along. I do want to just mention rock things. I think I'll start before I start my draw along. And this is going to sound funny to especially one person in our group, in the CMP group, because right after this happened, a rock was posted. And the synchronicity and the serendipity of that was astounding to me. So someone had followed me at Instagram and it was one of those banner days. Uh, someone followed me and I didn't log on and find I had been unfollowed by a bunch of people. So someone had followed me and left a really nice comment. And I wasn't even sure if the comment was real. I'm sometimes very jaded, but it was a really lovely comment and I really appreciated it. And I went to check out that person's profile and there were all these painted rocks. And she does beautiful work on rocks. And then in the sort of, you might also like these accounts, 
they were all people who do art on rocks. And I kept traipsing through all these accounts and it's just amazing and beautiful. And of course I know about painted rocks, but I've never done it. And I always wonder where you actually get these rocks. And looking at some of them, I see that some of these rocks are big, really big, but it was amazing. It was just so awesome to see all these rocks. And I was just looking on my phone. I did, I snapped some photos just to, so I could find some of these accounts later in the show notes. I think I will link to some of these accounts at Instagram so that you can go and follow and be inspired too. The range of work being done on rocks is amazing. There are actual scenes, there are houses, there are mandalas, there are patterns, there are words and quotes. There are whimsical figures like unicorns or dragons or imagined creatures. There's lots of rainbow work. There's lots of coffee-inspired work. There's lots of book-inspired work. There are lots of affirmations. One of the ones that I have a photo of here is a gumball machine. I mean, that's amazing on a small rock. That's so cool. There are trees. Anything you could imagine drawing, people are drawing and painting on rocks. And there is this whole project where people leave these rocks in public to be found. And a lot of these accounts, when they post, say, if you find it, please post it back and tag it on social media. And then you can either keep the rock or you can place it somewhere else for someone else to find. And it's a really beautiful and wonderful, really beautiful and wonderful thing. It is funny how things come around in our awareness because the rocks have been on my radar for a long time. It was something I considered on my list last year because I've been interested. I think I've linked to several examples before, but this was the first time I realized there's this whole subculture of people painting rocks, this creative community, very active at Instagram. Obviously, there are lots of them, but there's this book that I see all the time at Amazon. And because the library is closed, I haven't been able to check this out. I know I've been seeing this book forever. Maybe my library doesn't have it. Let's just check that first. Because I know I've been seeing it and I know that I've never pulled this, but this person has a lot of books. So let me see if it comes up. Yeah, that's the problem. My library for some reason doesn't seem to carry or have this person's books. That's why I keep seeing it, but I've never looked at it because I always mark it. The author is Diane Alber, and I have included a number of her books in my summer camp things with my job. So I have had the wonderful opportunity, which I love, to curate books that fit in with some of the other content that I've been sharing and posting. And so I've gotten to look at all these awesome children's books online, which is something I used to always do. Before I had a podcast, I had a book review site. And I just love curating and pulling books. So it's been great to be able to traipse around and find books related to the weekly topics I've been using in my job. 
And Diane Albers' work has come up in several contexts because there are many books that have a real emphasis on creative thinking or an engineering spirit, thinking out of the box, maybe growth mindset. I haven't been able to see any of the books in person. That's okay. In the context I'm linking, that's okay. But one of her books is called Scribble Stones. And there is a Scribble Stones art guide that goes along with that. I see that there is a read-along of it, a video read-along. I will watch that one. And if it looks like it really is a quality one, I will link that so that you can go and read the book. And I'm going to do that too after the show. It's such a fun idea. And then you can find lots of other guides at Amazon for rock painting. There are some kits. I noticed in the posts that I was looking at that there are a lot of people who seem to use Posca art pens, paint pens. They're just gorgeous. It was such a happy thing to look at these. And I think about just walking around and stumbling on a rock like this. And what a wonderful thing it would be to find a rock in your path. If you ever go back and listen to the show on the Wander Society, there was such a mindset for me for weeks as that book really infused me with this sense of walking around and the chance that this all could be real, that there could be this sort of secret network of people who have this wander mentality and this look and see and observe and appreciate, be grateful for. And for me, this kind of rock finding fits in with that the same way that people who leave origami cranes. There have been projects like that where people leave those things in public places and people find them. Random notes in books, that is something on my list that I actually did, but I didn't get to put them in the books yet because the library has never reopened. You can't even return your books. So I will link some of these accounts and you can go do your own poking around and looking because I think you will smile they're colorful, they're beautiful, they're bright. I just can see it being a rabbit hole. I can see having this huge collection of these. I can see me being the kind of person who would have trouble leaving it out there and giving it away. And I so admire people who do that. There is a whole project that goes along with this and you can look it up. I will link it. It's the Kindness Rocks Project, and their Instagram description says, one message at just the right moment can change someone's entire day, outlook, or life. A grassroots kindness movement, the art of connecting. You do these rocks and you leave them somewhere. I think the affirmations aspect of it is really nice, the sense of giving into the world and putting something in the path of someone who might really need it. So I just checked. I will link to some resources. There are all kinds of resources about how to get started, what kind of supplies to use, how to think about it, and how to sort of dive in. And I am sure some of you might want to try it. I am going to do a draw along. I should have already started it. 
Saturdays are full of possibility, but they do have a time flow, especially in the mornings. And actually, well, there's my pen again. I still have not added another lead. I'm going to need it. There is a ukulele thing this afternoon, which I am going to tune into, I think. And I'm excited about that. I'm glad somebody flagged me on it. It is the thing that last year I went to in person when I was still trying to decide at the very beginning, do I really want to do this? Would I do this? Do I think it's a hokey thing or do I think it's super cool? And I had spent a lot of time poking around trying to figure out what I might buy, but I was trying to justify it. Is this just some wild hankering for something or is there something real here? And I also was trying to figure out, these things sound crazy. I was trying to figure out without going to a store, I was trying to figure out if I would like a certain color or style. I knew that the thing I had found that I really wanted, I couldn't really afford or justify. I had found my second choice through all of my review and video watching was very different. And I wasn't sure I was picking it because of sound, but I wasn't sure if I would really like the look of it. And I wasn't sure I had some questions about gloss versus matte or shiny versus satin. And I thought, well, if I walk around this thing, I'll see how I feel, what I think about the sound. I'll be able to see what it looks like, what other people have. And surprisingly, I actually went and it wasn't at all what I expected, though. People were really camped out, like, at a concert. People were sitting everywhere, sprawled out on the grass and in chairs. And you couldn't really just, you could walk the perimeter, but you couldn't just walk around and really see up close the way I had been hoping. I don't know what I expected. I think I expected something like a fair environment where you'd be milling around differently and not everyone even sitting. So I didn't know. But so last year, that was an in-person thing here. I took public transit down. Matthew went with me and it was a good thing to have done. And so it was nice to see it's happening today in a virtual way. And to know that really, it's only been a year since I sort of thought, hey, I really want to do this. And it was one of the best decisions I made. I am still not going to be able to sit and play you something, but there is something peaceful in what it brings and offers, something mindful, something so comforting. And it really is something that I never anticipated. And I'm so glad I followed through on. So that'll be later today. But pretty soon I do my drawing group. So I have a card and I am going to look at my photo pics for the day. I think I know which I'm going to do. I have several pics for today and I don't have to do one of these. I have lots of other people I could draw, but I've been doing one of the pics most days and I've got one that is the sort of Girl Scout look. It is a Girl Scout that I had mentioned before. I've got great flowers. Those will go in my journal. 
and there's a dog because last Saturday there was a fun dog. There are a couple of this dog that'll appear in these days. That'll probably go in my journal. So I'm gonna do the actual adult female. She looks familiar. Maybe I've done her before. I just I just go with that. I can't even keep track. Sometimes I feel like because I draw every day and usually at least an entire portrait a day, sometimes maybe more, a lot of these faces, they just meld together in my consciousness because it isn't really about the finished thing as much as it is about the doing of it and just it being a part of this daily process. And sometimes it's because I've looked at a possible source so many times and I may or may not have actually drawn that person but that person looks familiar to me when I'm still reviewing it. So because I've posted so many now, shared them, 150 now, I guess. No, that can't be right. I need to make a list. I keep saying that because other people have a list of what they've drawn from these, and I need to do that. See if I can get enough lead. Yep. So I will set a timer. For 10 minutes. We'll let it go a minute or two after that because I need to stop and start. I already started the timer, but I didn't stop and start this. Okay. So we are ready. to do the draw along portion. Uh, the person is Lindsay Robson at Sketchy. Reorienting myself and I set my coffee in the floor, it's ice cold. The clutter on my tabletop here continues to grow. So I, her head is at an angle. It seems to be a thing. I'm going to try to go smaller with her. My last few have definitely been full card. This is card 55, I think. I think today's the 25th so only a few days left and then I'm gonna kind of miss that even though I have kind of wanted to be working a little differently there is something nice about the structure that this gives me She has glasses, and I actually really love to do glasses, but it does become another level of a drawing in terms of fit, because not only do you need eyes to fit, you need glasses to fit in the space, so probably she'll be bigger than I expect as I work that out, so... I do have a long show that will be going live. It will be live before you hear this, but 
I did spend time last night finally pulling that one together and so got some got some reality in it. It is a reality show. And it's been a long time, it feels like, since there was a lot of reality. Although, I mean, this is reality. The the me sitting here drinking cold coffee and just talking to you without without a lot of polish, but that show is one that always, I kind of doubt, I kind of question, I, I have a lot of, I hesitate, so that'll go out, and then there is a Patreon show that will go out today, so thank you to those of you who are there, and and then I'll be caught up, so this weekend today and tomorrow's shows will come next week, which is good because I, it's nice to have too much. And yet I felt like I was behind. I didn't want to let myself get a calendar week behind in posting and sharing the shows. So I'm working on the glasses right now, the shape of them. I did my drawing last night. I actually inked it while I edited a show, which is similar to you drawing along with me. So I inked it and then I used colored pencil and these glasses, glasses are a hard thing <laughs> for brains, for my brain. The symmetry of them is, it's not always exact anyway, but I find it an interesting challenge to get the two sides to have the same or correct angle for the picture. I guess I find a lot of things a challenge. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It is just, it is me. That's part of it for me. I enjoy that part of it. It's okay. It makes me always think about it, about this curious thing we do, this drawing thing that we do, and how differently some of us do it. So I enjoy watching the process and watching how it happens. did use colored pencil last night just to fill in a background. I've used it a few times recently. I, on the one hand, colored pencil can be very slow. And at certain times in my life, that has been a good thing just to experiment with. That has been part of what I was exploring or being inspired by in people's work. And at other times, it definitely feels like it takes too long compared to the idea of using paint or or a marker or something like that that would go down fast because like ballpoint when you work with colored pencil at least in a certain 
approach, there is a lot of layering to build up color and reach saturation. And it can take a long process. The burnishing of that, the working until you really reach that, it's a beautiful process. It's very lulling to do it, but it is not something that you rush. You really continue to build it up. It takes time to do that building up. It takes many, many layers. And there was an, uh, an artist years ago that I was so inspired by her work. That's when I first started exploring that. So even filling in a little background or a shirt or just a box, I try to burnish color in that way. And I, I love watching it, but I do recognize that it's a little slow. Last weekend when I first got the colored pencils out, I only pulled one and of course it needed to be sharpened. And the only sharpener I could find that night was one that had been a, a giveaway, a freebie at something, the kids, a field trip, the kids had gone on. They had a bunch of this same sharpener from many years, not necessarily of them going to this place, but I think the symphony came to their school for different presentations and they always ended up with these little symphony sharpeners. And I just kept them tucked away on the shelves. I figured, oh, it's a sharpener. Well, I pulled one out to use it and it would not sharpen the colored pencil in any way or to any degree. It, my pencil just spun spun in the sharpener. So it was very funny. We had a funny conversation a few days after that when I was telling the kids about it. And and of course, I know that a lot of artists are knife sharpeners, which is Matthew's approach. And these are his pencils from school, from, from high school. And a lot of them are, have the marks of knife sharpening. And so my other son was like, I'll sharpen it. And he grabbed one and whittled away at it. So it was funny. And last night when I pulled them out, I thought about it again. I had found a sharpener in between, but I didn't need to sharpen anything last night. I just grabbed a color. I just wanted a t-shirt color. So. Feeling more and more like we all catch ourselves or run into ourselves. We see ourselves coming and going. And I was talking about this a bit earlier in one of the other shows, but it is a disconcerting feeling. It is the kind of thing that often has stopped me in my creative life from doing things because I always am so careful about originality. And yet we see so many things that we are consciously or not inspired by things that we then bring in in ways. And we do it and we see other people do it. And sometimes our response to seeing it is uncomfortable. 
I'm, I'm feeling it a lot. I think other people feel it too. There are even things that I'm seeing that was our timer that just went off. There are other things that I had talked about doing and wanted to do. And then I started realizing there are people really doing it right now, really doing daily things. It's good, I guess, that I had already started doing these shows or I might not have even done these, but, and I think, well, I don't want to look like I'm piggybacking on a concept. And I think probably that's the wrong idea, wrong approach mentally, but I get really, I get tripped up. I'd never want to make it look like that. So I think that's the difference in personalities of some creatives that for some people that is not an issue at all. And they just go forward and they realize that there are millions of people to watch and listen and join in and do and buy and all of that. And then there are some of us who get a little tripped up in the, oh, well, maybe I can't or shouldn't. It's just idle conversation. I'm just, I didn't quite, got in, I didn't really talk my way through this because the glasses continue to be a bit of a refinement point here. They continue to need some sizing, but I do have the eyes and the nose, which I redid a little bit to resize that. So eyes, nose, eyebrows didn't get a full, full face in here. I'm not sure why. Usually I get most of the face done in our time along, time draw along, our time along. So I'm going to go ahead and just put the lip area in. I think this person reminds me of someone. Uh, maybe that's why this photo, I always, I look at it and wonder if I've done it. I think this person reminds me of someone, someone that I miss, <laughs> someone that I miss from years ago in this community, someone who still has a creative life, but it's, I don't know. What do you call that? It's a disconnect. I don't know. I guess it is something that saddens me. It's someone that I really, really connected with and liked a lot. So I think that that might be why this photo speaks to me. And I don't know that I'm capturing that well in my drawing. But now I'm going to definitely be thinking about that as I work on finishing it because uh, she does remind me of her. A lot of lost connections in this many years. It's definitely a sad and sore spot for me. All right, I will turn this off. Stopping and starting, I hope that you had time to finish up your drawing. I am the art. The art is me. So it looks like a long show. Didn't quite anticipate a long show. I just don't even know that it matters anymore. I wanted to take the time to draw in the morning. I have to do it before everyone wakes up. So. Oh, an exhale.
and exhale. It's funny, what I need most on Saturdays is to just breathe and relax. And yet now I've set up this system for myself where I get up and go, 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 go doing this and then the next thing and then the next thing. And there are things I just love. And yet the exhale is sometimes elusive. So thank you if you joined me today. Thank you if you listened to this far. Thank you if you think I might go and paint a rock because maybe you were inspired to do that or to go look at them or to go follow some of those people who paint rocks because it's fascinating and gorgeous and fun and whimsical. That's probably where it hits me most is the just sheer whimsy of it. So I painted, I guess I should have put it all together, but I painted doorknobs, wooden ones, little knobs, not doorknobs, cabinet knobs. I had a real Mary Inglebright aesthetic and drive, a very folk art approach 15, 20 years ago. One of the things that I did a lot of was paint wooden knobs. And I guess it's not too far to go from that to rocks. And I used to paint chairs that way and stools and things like that. And I guess if I had stayed in that spot, my art would be very different. Rocks definitely feel, they definitely feel like a fit in that. They also feel like some kind of really interesting space that combines things for me. Whimsy. All right. So we'll just go with that for the word for today. It's a really obvious word from today's show, but let's go with rock bonus points if you go with painted rock, but we'll just go with rock because, you know, rocks are pretty amazing. (laughs) Lots and lots of times I've painted rocks and drawn rocks and collected rocks in all different forms. So that's it. I'm Amy. You can reach me at creativitymatterspodcast at gmail.com. The show notes are available on the creativitymatterspodcast.com website. The music I play is courtesy of Nikolai Heidlis. You can find me at Instagram as oamyoamy. You can find me at Patreon at patreon.com slash creativity matters. I very much appreciate those of you who are there. There are shows coming out at a certain support tier, and I do intend to continue that. One of the main things I can offer as part of the CMP that is special would be extra shows. And so you will find that opportunity there if that's something of interest to you. But beyond that, I very much appreciate those of you who have supported the CMP there over time, through it all, and have helped keep this show going. So I can never say thank you enough to that core group of people. Until next time, remember that creativity matters in whatever form it takes for you. Wear your mask and don't forget to breathe. Have a good week, everyone.